I don't know. You, can I just say that before Loco Craze, as brief as it was, was like so annoying to my like fucking 16, 17 year old. Uh, I don't drink for Loco. I'll just have some coffee from Speedway. <laughs> I'll listen to NPR on my walk to school because I'm intelligent. Dude, you were, and this is coming from me, you were the biggest nerd in high school. <laughs> like, seriously, goddamn. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look up agnostic on Wikipedia. I think that's where I fall in line with my religious beliefs. Uh, I didn't know what the hell I was doing at that point in high school. I think I was like, I think politically, when I when I thought about it, which was rare... I was some sort of, like, quasi-libertarian. Like, I didn't know what a libertarian was, but that's where I thought, I think I would have thought I fell. Which, yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> Dumb. I was very much like a fucking lib- I was like a liberal capitalist, but I loved the aesthetic of the actual, like, left wing of America and shit like that. So I'd be, I would totally be one of those motherfuckers who was like, yeah, I went to Occupy Wall Street. It was cool. Here's a couple pictures. I still believe we should listen to both sides of the argument. Oh. You know, rich people have it tough, too. Yeah, I was one of those motherfuckers. Oh, man. It was interesting because Occupy was what got me to, like, think about shit. And even though, yeah. I do, even though I do think, like, I support what Occupy was trying to do. I think they completely fucked up in how they did it, but... I don't know. That's a discussion yeah. for a different time, I suppose. Right here. Here it is. Let's sign it. This is the New York Freedom from Soft Money Pact. I signed it. We can we can both sit down together. We can all get all the media in here. We will make sure it's an ironclad deal. And, and I'm, I'm happy to, to abide by anything that we all agree on. But let's get it done now. Let's not get any more wiggle room. Ms. Clinton, you want to respond? Well, yes, I certainly do. Um, you know, I, 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 I admire that. That was a wonderful performance, and well, I, you I sign and, it? You, and you did it very well. I'm not well. asking you to admire it. I'm asking you to sign it. Well, I would be happy to when you give me the well, signed right here. letters. Right here. Would you give right me? Right here. Sign it right now. Well, we'll Should someone have to have a government-issued license to drive a car? Hell no. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? The license to drive? You know, I'd like to see some competency exhibited by people before they drive. Get on to episode three, which is all about uh, a goofy mishap between two new siblings and also low-key fascism. I think we both had to take drink breaks there. What happened? My, my, <laughs> my throat was just like, nah, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> but, uh... You want to talk to us about uh, the themes of this here episode? Hold on, are we recording right now? Oh yeah, sorry, I, I started, I didn't know. Shit, no, I was uh, just getting some, getting a beverage. Oh, uh, you got time. One moment, sir. That's what, uh, that's what the edit button's for. But, you ready to light this candle? Light this candle, let's hop on this horse. Let me take a sip of this. Nice, crisp bowl of fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles, when's the last time you had a bowl? Hey, kids. 
We can't sell cigarettes anymore because that's illegal, so buy this cereal. Buy this cereal that looks like things that come out of your mouth when you drink too much. Ooh. Sad but true. I I will uh I will be the first to say that if you're making cocoa rice krispies treats, don't actually use cocoa krispies because cocoa krispies are bitch made compared to fruity or to, to not fruity pebbles. Cocoa krispies are bitch made compared to cocoa pebbles. Like use that shit. The only thing actually no, scratch that. You don't use cocoa pebbles anymore because they suck now that they added uh like they switched to a whole wheat recipe. You use the Malto meal rip-off cocoa pebbles because <laughs> those things still taste like uh essentially candy. And mm-hmm. that's the that's my life hack for amazing chocolate rice crispy streets. Copyright this is, me. This is my life hack. Don't ever 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 buy edibles. From a girl whose face is painted like Dr. Roxo on the beach <laughs> in uh, Venice. Don't ever do that. That's a very good life hack. Uh, seriously. <laughs> Let's get on with the show. It's about... I don't, I don't want to call Ashley. I don't, don't want to be you mean, that... You mean... That you mean Fashley? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call... I don't want to be that do that typical podcast thing of watching something from years ago. Like, well, see, this character character's actually reactionary because no, I just feel like that she just has a view, a worldview, and a sense of how things should be ran, and she she doesn't pull any punches about it. She's willing to do what it takes to get things done. Yeah, including going full on like Stasi mode. <laughs> But, Jack boot, Jack booted thugs. Yeah, but uh, we'll get to that. So we open with uh, Ashley, new character. Please don't steal. Um, who is the not really stepsister because their parents are just dating, but quasi stepsister of our old our boy Toby, who even though I hate him, is just trying to brush his goddamn teeth. To go back to the first episode, dude, what are you doing, Stefan? My dad moved in with his girlfriend, and. Uh... Degrassi's the closest school, so... I think we'll let you two get reacquainted, and your father and I will finish filling out the forms in my office. So, Toby, you need a... Uh, I'm gonna walk home, okay? Well, my dad's moving in with his girlfriend. Yeah, my dad's getting laid on the reg, so uh, I gotta live with this new family now. I kind of feel like maybe he was taking a little bit too much time, though. Like, you know... Yeah. Hurry it up! My my dad got a part-time job as a pipe fitter, so... (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah a- ashley's knocking on the bathroom door like toby out how do you know it's me could be your mom could be my dad they have their own bathroom then go use it i just got here toby come on be reasonable i have to get to school to put up my election posters aren't you the only one running toby remember what dr freed said the dude just got in there he's he's just gargling you know trying to start his day and she's like come on i gotta get into school early to put up my posters for the election that no one is running against me for because i'm a crazy person wonder why yeah and i feel sympathy for him for about five seconds as he combs through his feathered rob liefeld hair (laughs) until he pulls out her training bra and starts making fun of her with it and then i was like i knew it i knew that kid was a fucking weirdo (laughs) I don't want to kink shame, but goddamn. I, I kind of like how Ashley, Ashley, uh, she brings up like, 
it's funny. They're not brother and sister, or they're not even stepbrother and sister, but they have to go to like family therapy because she brings up some shit her therapist told her. Yeah, that's that's the sign of a functional relationship. Just acrimony between two kids so bad that you need to go to therapy for it. Because I assume they're not in therapy for, you know, the the dad and the mom. Like they they're not married, so that just seems like a situation where we better break this off. If, yeah. if that were if that were the case, they're going to family dynamic therapy. We get to uh, we get to school. Toby's bitching about Ashley to JT. Maybe you should explain to Ashley that bathroom time is private time. She'd probably go and cry to her mommy. Really? She has no sense of humor and she's a needaholic. Yesterday I left my gym socks on the couch. She freaked. Your gym socks can wreak something fierce. <laughs> Just because me and Dad move into their house, Ashley treats me like. Dirt? Gum stuck on her shoe? All of the above. So, ready for day one of the rest of our junior high lives? What do you think? Who's wearing a backwards hat and rolling up on a Razor scooter. He looks like a fam, for real. (laughs) Yo, he looks like a fucking fam, and he is full-on 90s kid. Then we, we cut to Ashley, putting up her posters. And I gotta say, like... What the hell is it with, uh, Spike was wearing them too in the last episode. What the hell was it with the heavily cuffed jeans look? Like, and the, and the clogged sandals? It looks like something a creative character would wear. Oh, totally. Like she's gonna go skateboarding. Yeah, like Tony Hawk's broke skater creative character. Yeah, they all look like they're gonna go skateboarding in this episode. <laughs> gonna play, uh, Superman by Goldfinger. I think my older brother used to listen to Lagwagon. Just saying. <laughs> We get our first taste of Spinner. Nothing but the grade eights. They're only a year older than us. Yeah, a whole year to think of ways to make us suffer. Hall pass. What? You're not allowed on school property without a hall pass. But we didn't get one. Then you'll both have to leave. But (laughs) we can't. It's the first day of school. Grade sevens are such geeks. And yo, look at this silkscreen DBZ shirt wearing motherfucker. <laughs> we have I have to add this joke in every time we record it. But yes, according to Pete, he he is the third Hardy boy. <laughs> Bill Hardy. <laughs> Judd Hardy. Judd Hardy. There you go. Or like like a <laughs> tiny Guy Fieri in training. Tiny Guy Fieri in He'd be, like, the bassist in, like, Linkin Park. Yeah, there you go. We also get our first appearance of Drake outside of the opening credits. Sweet Jesus. I think he has, like, one line in this. Sweet Jesus. Yeah, this entire episode he does. Yep, that's definitely Drake with uh, some of the worst line work on his hair that I have ever seen. He looks like he's right out of NBA 2K3. Like, he just... It's not good. (laughs) This is creative characters, the episode. (laughs) It's basic. It's basically fam. The episode. <laughs> yeah. Then we cut to uh, you know, Mr. Simpson in the computer lab with their weird, diverse array of monitors. Like, some of them are flat screen. Some of them are CRT. Some of them are beige. Some of them are black. Some of them are white. <laughs> it's like it's basically the guy who supplied him was Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got I got your good monitors right here. Fuck off. <laughs> Whatever you need. Simpson, what are you talking about? They need to be color-coordinated. Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off, Simpson. 
<laughs> why, why your fucking name is Snake? That's stupid. <laughs> and then, uh, did you see that kid wearing the side hat and the FUBU jersey? Oh my god! Fuck, did I cringe at that? Damn, was this an era for fashion. Yeah. D- damn, was this an era for cultural appropriation. <laughs> like the mo- he yeah, looks like he's... The, the, this is the whitest kid, mind you. <laughs> it's like... Have you ever seen that movie uh, with Seth Green is in it? I can't think of any... Maybe Melissa Joan Hart is in it, too. Maybe. It's called I Can Hardly Wait. Yeah, Seth Green is in it, and he plays the most stereotypical like white kid in hip-hop gear... That's who he and J. That's who that kid and JT look like. They look like they'd be the younger brothers of Seth Green in that movie. She'd be like, oh, "You yeah. don't know twenty different ways to make me call you Big Papa, cause I don't, yo." Rest in peace. What's up, man? Who be the lucky honey? Yo, I ain't decided yet, right? But I figure all the bitches in the class gonna be at this party, you know? I got to give them all an equal opportunity at this special K. It took me all day, but I narrowed it down to a list of ten very lucky finalists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we we then cut back to Spinner and Drake in class, uh, in Miss Kwan's class, and yo, I bet Spinner wears big dog shirts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you mess with the best, you take out the trash. <laughs> I think, like at this point, he may have like left them, and like when he was like in seventh grade, he's like, no, 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 I can't wear these anymore. It's, it's strictly some forty one. It's strictly disturbed shirts from now on. Don't make me get rough with you. <laughs> what was the deal with big dog shirts? I don't know why the hell big dog shirts were a thing. Like, I think for me, I think part of it was like, we want fat kids to have a fashion line. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think that was basically it. Luckily, I never fell into the big dog shirts trap. I never owned one ever. Big dog shirts are like the definition of mistake fashion. Which reminds me, I hope, like, eventually we get some emo kids in this show, because that would just be perfect. No, I don't think we do, unfortunately. Ah, darn it. That's, that, that is definitely a representation of uh, a big part of my high school life, because I was never emo, but I knew a lot of them. Yeah, I think growing up in the Midwest, you just happen to know a lot of emo kids. Oh, totally. Like, it started out as a way of music, then clothing, but this fad is turning dangerous in some schools. Good evening. It's short for emotional. But emo is a type of fashion that has gone to extremes in area schools. WDAZ's Lacey Chris talked to students today about what can be a very dangerous behavior. Cut to Ashley hanging out with her friend whose name escapes me. Terry. Uh, Yeah, Ashley's hanging out with Terry. Putting up her posters that say, vote for Ashley Kerwin. She's totally not a terrifying sociopath. We meet Paige, right? Oh, yeah, we meet Paige, who... uh, Definitely looks like a fashion victim. Like, even more so than the other kids. Hey, Ash, maybe when you're president, you can get a big spell. <laughs> yeah, for my life. Hey, guys. Haven't seen you all summer. How are you doing? Paige? New year, new look, new page. Looking like a total Topanga. Yes. I th- you think that's probably why they casted Paige? Like, because Boy Meets World was, like, so, like, adored. Like, they were, like... Yeah, we need a Topanga character, but she can't be likable, and that's why they got Paige. It wouldn't surprise me. That's totally what it felt like. Mm. Like, she's still doing the weird semi-cloud cuckoo lander shit. Like, her, later in the episode, her purse is just one of those vault CD cases that's, like, completely <laughs> see-through. 
And see, you know what's interesting? I could totally see like her character having that, but ha- but also like some kid who's like heavily into like cyberpunk and like trance and shit like that, who goes to raves, have something like that. Oh yeah, that's a very cyber goth thing. Like, look, look at my transparent purse. You can see right through it, like I can see right through you. So about Ashley hanging up these posters. Oh, uh, sorry, that was a, that was for me. <laughs> Ashley's hanging her posters. Toby's over there freaking out with JT about how there's no one running against her. She thinks she's all that. Blah, 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 blah. This is a disgrace to democracy! This is basically like Steve Bannon's Joker origin story. (laughs) I I fell into a vat of old issues of the New York Post and came out changed. So they hatched the plan for Toby to run JT as a patsy candidate. Who'd want to run for student council? The whole thing's a joke. Did you say joke? No way, Toby. I'm not doing a joke campaign. Like, initially as a joke candidate, although Toby's total intent is for JD that, JT to actually win the thing. Uh, something like that. I, I just respect the fact that Toby is just the firmest believer in democracy. He does not like the petty bourgeoisness of one Ashley in her being a shoo-in. Oh, yeah, he's totally not doing this out of spite or anything. Yeah, he's totally doing it for all good reasons. 100% above board. I do like the flyers that he prints off for JT. They're, they're like the most minimalist things I've ever seen. Like JT York. Like you can totally cut the bottom off of that and then it looks like a, the cover of a Micro House CD. <laughs> I gotta say something though. I think these come off more fast than Ashley's though. Yeah, they do have that uh, like Soviet abstractionism feeling to them. And I also, uh, I kind of like that when he's printing them up, Mr. Simpson does that, like, typical teacher thing where it's like, which, again, it's one of those little, little, like, minor things that adds that, like, bit of realism to the show where they're like, hey, don't forget, you know, that's 10 cents a copy because teachers do, used to do shit like that all the time, like, reminds, like, oh, that costs money. On a side note, the kids who were super into student government were always fucking creepy. Like, Liberty Van Zandt or whatever the hell her name is. She wants to be a part of Ashley's full administration, and she also wants to bring journalism back to the people. I think that's a very, very noble cause. Frank, I don't see why you have a problem She has no chill. She is on fire. A little low on the left, just bring Ashley Kerwin. We haven't met. I'm Liberty Van Zandt, and I'm running for secretary. We're going to be a great team. Just think. I'd like to discuss a few ideas so our policies will be in sync. First, I think we should tackle a lack of a school newspaper. Why don't we wait till after the election? Great. Um, your poster's a little high on the left. I, I've known a few kids like that, but they, they were just always weird. That level of ambition in high school is just strange to me. Get outside of the box. It's student council government. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So you are. So yeah, there is that level of weirdness about it, though. You're you're investing a lot into this for what you're gonna get out of it, but Ashley freaks out on Toby for running JT because you know it's student government they can run. Definitely. He's still a, he's still a, being a, doing it just to bug her and being a dick. But <laughs> Jimmy has his first line in the entire series here. What was that all about? God, he's so fucking corny. Drake? Corny? Really? I can't believe that. Please, give me something else. Come on, man. Ready? Give me something else. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. New York, I see you. 
Look, Oliver 40, I see you, Nico, what up? Oh, all right, all right, all right. I got to get on my gritty. You want me on my gritty? All right. It kind of reminds me, like, watching this and then watching his, like, improv that he did, like, a, a couple months prior to Degrassi being filmed. I don't know, where, but there is an old, old, old video of him, like, doing improv in some, like, weird, like, cafe. I think you should know. Uh, uh, so I'm gay. So what? That's what's written. Oh, my God. <laughs> me, too. <laughs> and that's why we can be the best of friends. <laughs> It's of the time. Let's just say that. <laughs> it's just all this whole episode just feels so familiar, though. Like, oh yeah, have, it, it's it's weird to me. You have one, like you said, you have one candidate who's kind of juvenile. They're but they're charismatic. They're kind of a goofball. They don't think they'll win. And then you have another candidate who believes in their credentials and how credentials have merit, and that you have to be firm, calm, and rational, and you have to have a certain expertise to bring. To have a sufficient administration. I'm, I'm trying to figure out where the fuck have I seen this before. You are looking for um, George Bush versus John Kerry? <laughs> <laughs> they started like, they kind of street preacher platforms in a sense. You know, you need to explain why you call her fashly because she believes in representation for all. Students would have input equal input mind you on the issues of the school board and she's keen on the environment and she's even talking about bringing a night dance to Degrassi I don't understand how you could call someone a fascist based off of that oh, I'm sure that she has plans to advance her agenda but the fact that she is dead set against JT running even though he has the right to he's supposedly unqualified because he's a seventh grader and also, she totally uses Jimmy and Spinner as secret police to drag JT <laughs> into a back room so that she can try to bribe him with $80 Canadian. <laughs> in 2001, which is probably like 150 bucks in today's money. That's, that's crazy. For what? <laughs> you, you're basically... Frank, you've gone full Alex Jones here. I... I... Shut up! God, he's not a devil. God, he's not. He knows stuff. He's talking. I just want to eat cheeseburgers and be an idiot. Police, get him now. However, all of them saying is that she's a demon lizard person.
president has no constitutional authority to regulate drugs. That being said, at the state level, I would support some legislation that would stop children from being allowed to purchase drugs and prosecute anyone who would put a child in danger, because I do believe that children do need some protection. Yes, you should not be able to sell heroin to a five-year-old. My thing is, Ashley, because after this scene, JT gave his spiel about Stacks in these washrooms. I'll bet you any money that they have soft toilet paper in us. <laughs> if you were like me, I'll make those staff washrooms our washrooms. So vote for JT. You'll do the right thing. I know you will. It's working. Vote for JT. It'll do you good. You'll love me. Nice to meet you. He is a man of the proletariat. He wants the staff bathrooms, which are better than the student bathrooms. He wants them for every student, and I, I respect that. Open these totally. bathrooms up. Open them, damn it. Ladies and gentlemen. where I start to turn a little bit on Ashley because her mom asked a simple question. Oh yeah, this scene. When she walks up to him, she goes, you little shrimp. She could have, like, it would have been more powerful and, and better if she just said, you little shit. Yeah. It, when she's talking to her mom, like her mom just walks in as they're yelling at each other. JT doesn't care about the school. How do you know? Guess what? Degrassi doesn't revolve around you. Anyone can run. The guy is an idiot, and he doesn't know anything because he just got there. Ashley, what's the problem? Oh, great. Take his side again. Don't even try to figure out what we're talking about. I mean, I put all my effort into this race. There was- And what's going on? Oh, sure, take his side. It felt like we <laughs> skipped a line. Like, don't even bother to figure out what's going on in my point of view. She's literally trying to find out what's going on. She is totally trying to figure out what the hell you're talking about. And it's like, dude, she just goes from zero to 880 in, like, nanoseconds. Yeah, that's when the mask slips and we see her for her true lizard person. <laughs> like, the lizard brain. Ashley, you, you devil! I won't stand for it! Ah! <laughs> for freedom! By the way, on a side note, yo, I bet Spinner totally spends all of his time on 4chan and something awful. Well, yeah, definitely something <laughs> awful. Definitely. Total goon. You had an interesting observation about, like, the group dynamic of, like, Jimmy, Ashley, and Spinner. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, the... The... I don't want to use cast, but, like, the social stratification of uh, high school, usually, like, is presented in these shows like, oh, the popular kids hang out with the popular kids, and, you know, the losers have the losers, and the geeks are the geeks, whatever. But in this show, like... You have the, the popular, totally going to a cinch for the presidency chick hanging out with Jimmy, who, you know, he seems to fall somewhere in between that. And he hangs out with Spinner, who is just a total trash box wastoid, like, picking on seventh graders because he has nothing better to do and getting detention. 
and it just seems kind of unusual, but also a little more realistic. This is where my love affair of the show shines through, because this was more in tune, like, a reflection of my high school experience than anything, because... I don't know. We didn't go to school during the early 2000s, the early aughts, or the 90s. So I'm trying to figure out, did people really do that whole click shit like that? And if they did, that's lame as hell to me, personally. Yeah, well, I think uh, it was largely being dismantled when I was going through school. Like, we we had it a bit in uh, middle school, definitely. But by the time high school hit, like, you can still, like, you'll... Talk to the fucking football players and shit about Final Fantasy. <laughs> Quote-unquote troublemakers would be... Could chat it up with, like, the kids who are into Yu-Gi-Oh! and an anime and shit like oh, that. Yeah. My friend, a good friend of mine who I do, like, film work with, he kind of... He broke it down. No, he did he Was it him that said this? Either way. They basically said, like, if you went to our high school, you if you were cool, you were cool. If you weren't cool, you weren't. And yeah, that didn't that's mean, like, essentially this how it worked. Like, the, 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 there, there was, like... The, there was, like, the cool people and then, like, the underclass or whatever. Like, and by that I mean, like, emo kids, band kids, and people who are in ROTC. These are the kids who are popular because of a variety of reasons. These are the kids who would be, if they went to a different high school, they would be popular. Then it was just everybody else, pretty much. Yeah. And everybody knew each other, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. By the way, Ashley, perfect girl who gets everything she wants name. We see JT and Toby in the computer lab. There's a poll saying, hey, JT's polling ahead. JT says it's just some stupid poll, which I totally haven't ever heard before anywhere. We, we cut to Principal Hairpiece introducing the presidential speeches. <laughs> Why do you call him that, basically? Because that's a rug. That is the ruggiest of rugs. <laughs> hey. That's like, the, once again, we go back to the... Uh, the wig salesman from Goodfellas. <laughs> it won't come off. Then they found him murdered in the back of a cinema. In in his fucking Cadillac. Toby totally threatens Ashley like, hey, I'm gonna tell the uh, everyone that you tried to bribe JT to throw the election. How much did she try to bribe JT? With the let's let's also keep this in mind. She used excessive force outsiders to corner a young member of the Workers' Party. Yeah, <laughs> the the Democratic Socialist Party basically just plucked the future Bernie Sanders out of his perch. <laughs> the faculty bathrooms need to be used for everyone. <laughs> Told you it would happen. Told you it would happen. We, 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 listen, listen, listen. We need mutual bathrooms for everyone. These bathrooms, they're for staff, but we, the students of the grassy junior high school, deserve good bathrooms with great toilet paper. Oh, Bernie. Um, Ashley, I feel like because they had these little like segments where they started sounding off like the kid with the camera and shit like that. And it's like uh, Liberties was interesting to me because she was very beltway about it. She's like all about being about like bipartisanship. Like, you know, if JT wins, I'm going to help him out. But I really want Ashley to win, basically. But still. That that segment was the point where I was like, man, I hope somebody else is running for treasurer. Because holy shit. No <laughs> chill. No chill 2017, 2018, you, whatever. Frank, didn't you tell me you ran for a treasurer or something like that? Yeah, but I did it in a very half-assed way. Like, <laughs> how you're supposed to. 
It was basically just an excuse to put up posters with dumb slogans on them. Uh, what I'm saying is I was the JT of my time. <laughs> <laughs> I was the, uh, the too cool for the room. What, you mean to tell me you don't we- read Wikipedia articles? <laughs> I know a lot of stuff. I was totally. I totally the, don't click the links. <laughs> I was totally the Encyclopedia Dramatica shitlord at that point, like just looking up offensive shit and then laughing at it and thinking I was edgy. I was all about being like Mister Fucking. Oh, I'm sophisticated. I talk about politics because I watch CNN. In fact, I <laughs> I watch PBS, which I actually did used to watch a lot of PBS, which had some good shit back then. Uh, you were just like a big face the nation head. So we have Toby and Ashley. Like Toby's like I'm gonna I'm gonna show reveal that you tried to bribe JT. Ashley. She tried to bribe a 7th grader. With $80. Real money, not Canadian tire money. Like, do you know how many video games I could have bought at that point with the rock-bottom GameStop prices at that point? It's a lot of video games. And JT obviously took it because he's smart, and he didn't want to win anyway. Well, that and he is a bit of a scumbag. Oh, totally. But Ashley just completely goes off on Toby at this point. All about you. About me? Do you have any idea what it's like living in your house? Please. My mom dotes on you. She doesn't care what I feel, so long as you're happy. What? And now I can't get away from you. You're everywhere. At home, at school, even in my campaign. That's not true. I wanted just one thing that you couldn't take away from me. But you found a way. Ever since you showed up, my mom's trying to kowtow to you. She never listens to me, blah de blah blah I'm just thinking, oh, God forbid your mom <laughs> care about somebody other than you, Ashley. Holy shit. Meanwhile, Toby's staring at her like he's about three bad days from committing the first Canadian school shooting. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow, Ashley gets through to him, like, just listen to my speech. Listen to my speech. It'll convince you. Don't do it. Right. Like, you know what? That's where I started to turn. Like, yeah, damn, she is a fash. Like, please, before you go up there and publicly humiliate me, just listen to my speech. Then decide if you don't think I deserve to be president. And that's when you take, you get outside yourself and you're like, this doesn't mean anything, Ashley. And that's where I feel like she is insane. I must impose my will on the people. They must hear me. All opposition will be crushed. By the way, uh, so Toby doesn't tell on her because, I don't know, siblings, whatever. Then he's just sitting there reading a comic book. She wheels up and tries to gloat about winning after he obviously didn't rat her out for bribing her opponent. They make perfect siblings because they're both fucking terrible. Also, during uh, JT's speech, well, Comrade JT. Comrade JT. (laughs) He is dressed, and he looks like every stand-up comedian from the 90s. Oh, yeah, totally. The the flaming fucking shirt. What's Um, the deal with these high school elections? (laughs) Have you seen, folks, have you seen these polls? Who took these polls? By the way. Well, let's look. Let's look at this from a galaxy brain point of view. Do you really think that elections matter this much in Degrassi? Because JT almost like gets in trouble because he basically forfeits his campaign. Yeah, well, Principal Hairpiece is like, we're gonna talk about this. I don't know if he <laughs> like, like, can you put someone in detention for dropping out of a race? I don't think you can. 
maybe Degrassi really is like an egalitarian like community school. Like, no, no, this shit does matter. Like, <laughs> it's like a Montessori school for politicos. <laughs> right. It's like every. It's the kids who walk around and like have like um the fucking rolly book bags and shit and like. At Degrassi Junior High, your your children will learn how to navigate the ins and outs of Beltway life. It's a Canadian school only because the elite uh, politicians all send their kids there so that they're oh, out of the way. Shit, that's a good one. That's a good fan theory. <laughs> it makes me wonder how much did George Soros fund Ashley's campaign? Uh, all of it. That that whole eighty dollars plus like the ten bucks for the poster board and the glitter, all Soros money. <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> Holy. Shit. This episode closes out with, uh, like, Ashley and Toby talking about, oh, maybe maybe we should listen to the therapist and be nice. It's an Aesop that is all but meaningless, given the level of base antagonism displayed by these two characters up to the literal final two sentences of the episode. They say, maybe we should listen to Dr. Friedlander, whatever the hell his name is. Oh yeah, it sounds like we're family bonding. Cut to credits. But before that, they're still at each other's throats. Ash, I'm trying to apologize here. I knew it would drive you crazy. I just couldn't stop myself. You hate me that much? Sometimes. I gotta admit, sometimes I feel the same way about you. The fact is, Toby, we have to live with each other. In the same house. And that sucks, right? Didn't say that again. Does it have to suck this much? Maybe not. Maybe not. Are we bonding here? Bonding? Us? Well, for the first time in a month, I don't want to rip your eyes out. Wow. Dr. Freed would be so proud. And also, uh, let's, let's, here's a stay woke take. <laughs> JT, if Toby was older, he would totally be Ashley. Yeah, good point. He's no different than Ashley. Like he's very condescending. He just goes about it in a different way. I feel. Oh yeah, her her whole game is wrapped up in a package of charisma and draw because she's like, you know, the pretty and popular girl. Whereas his thing is, I'm the guy who knows things. Just in a different package, but basically, he's he's a he's a guy who will come at you with statistics and facts and stuff. He's very much akin to like a Steve Bannon type person. He tries to one up you and shit like that. Well, if you look if you look at photos of those two, like if someone told <laughs> me this this was like, like the Hitler Youth photo of Steve Bannon, I'd believe it. <laughs> uh, on that note, I I don't know how we're wrapping this up, but. Off the booze. Good for her. Yeah, well, I'm just warning you because she uh, wanted to talk to you. Which means that she's going to be calling back and. And she's going to want to talk to me about moving back with them to Wasega Beach. Well, it's not going to happen, all right? Forget it. Sean. I'm not moving back! Hey! Hey, man. 
party at my place. It's great day, Tony, but we'll make an exception for you. What are you doing? Just stop reminding me, okay? It sucks that I'm having to repeat the seventh grade and I don't have to have you rubbing it in my face. You think you're special, special. you do. I can see it in your eyes. It's all like, hey, Sean, good work out there today. You have no problems making a team. I don't know about that. Tomorrow. Yeah. Don't know about that. Whatever. Sean, you don't know that. No, Emma, you don't know. Anything I've ever tried at, I have failed. Sean, come on. No, Emma. Just don't talk to me, okay? Just leave me alone. started the minute you got back to the grass. Guess what? I'm gonna end it. I heard he got sent back from Osega because he got in a fight with a kid and deafened him in one ear. I'm not proud of what I did. You know? Sometimes I just get really, really mad. And... I don't want that gun in my mouth. Not going in your mouth. Thank <laughs> you. 
told me to not touch her Can't to consent adults be Open about the sexuality over hot supper Trying to nibble on a woman flower But it gets swooped down the palm of the ex-boyfriend crop duster How can I sample her goods? Must it be a tree hugger who sleeps in a tent to read number the sequence of events Or a fucking painter say to self-pity Who's ego lives in a little world and has played to hate for the elf city? Probably she'll be And I'm a hunchback shoe Simply a call, but I suppose they're the artwork I'm huh? a poem sound Like I'm the first motherfucker to hear us on the rocker And I'm so on the blood I wanna be in speaking terms with all the superstars Anyway, germs and fruit bars Growing trees and ferns and rolling my used car Like poetry for polygamy, yeah Poetry for polygamy, yeah Guess what? Happiness has these sales sex We're not so miss That's just something that I read I don't love you I did this in movie actor And three poems For times like this where we have no idea how to kill it off properly, we just need a, you've been listening to Ollie 5000, 000, 000.